On today's rap show, Kenny Fulton and Romeo Santos will be discussing as is offers. In this environment, we have to be more aggressive with our offers. Tune in if you're looking for some tips. What's up, rap stars? It's your host, Romeo Santos, co-host Kenny Fulton, and we're super excited for another episode of The Rap Show. Today, we are going to be talking about something that Kenny has been seeing quite a bit, and he really wanted to be able to bring a bunch of value to everybody out there, both agents and consumers. So I'm going to just turn it on over to my very capable colleague, Kenny Fulton. Kenny, what's going on, man? What's going on, Romeo? Feeling good? Yeah, so today I want to talk about something that, you know, we are in the beginning of the market. You know, right now we're still in January, rolling into February, and things are already heating up. I think we're going to see a lot of what we saw last year, especially come March. I think it's going to be a high point for the first quarter. And we have to get more aggressive with our offers again. So one of the things I'm really focusing on right now, especially with my buyers, are coaching them about how to get your offer accepted. Now, what I want to talk about today are um, as-is offers. Now, what you're going to see, sometimes a home is being sold as-is. So the seller is telling you right now um, that they are selling the house in a condition it's in right now. They do not intend on making repairs based upon whatever you discover during an inspection um, or an appraisal. So they're saying right. this is the condition the house is. This is how it's selling. Several reasons for that. Sometimes um, it's because they're taking advantage of the market and they're just saying, hey, I don't have to. You will take whatever I give you right now because there's a scarcity of homes. There is. Sometimes yeah. they may not have the funds to make the repairs that might be required. Hopefully they'll disclose those repairs. If they know that there's a hole in the roof or um, a crack in the foundation, they might disclose it, but sometimes they don't disclose anything to you, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to a buyer's perspective, when is it to your advantage to purchase a home as is? So this happened um, a couple times in 2021. Uh, one in particular, uh, we ended up making an offer on a home. There were, I think, around six or seven offers on this home. Beautiful home. It was pretty much in immaculate condition. In fact, the owner uh, was a builder himself, like he built homes and this was a custom home. I mean, you're talking heated floors and oh, nice. one really cool thing was, you know, heated towel rack, I mean, custom kitchen. Everything mm -hmm. was in pretty much, you know, top notch condition. And we knew there was gonna be a lot of competition on this home. And during this point, everybody was offering over asking. So sure. just offering over asking wasn't gonna be enough to set um, our offer apart from the others. So what we did was I always explain all the options that you have for inspection. So number one, um, it'll be prudent to get a home inspection. So number one you thing you could do is you could say, I want a home inspection. You can adjust that based upon the type of inspections you're going to have done and the days that you're going to complete it within. So, sure. you know, you could say, I want a structural mechanical inspection and there's a fireplace. I want a chimney inspection, mm -hmm. uh, a termite radon. I want the works and I want seven days to do it in. Right. right. That's probably the most common, at least competitive. But then I'll also explain to them, you do have other options. We can get the inspections done in five days. Mm -hmm. But what we can also do, other than just reducing the amount of inspections, is in certain situations, you might want to consider going as is. And mm -hmm. as is, you have different type of as in as is offers. So okay. as is can mean as is with inspection. Mm -hmm. That means I'm going to buy this home as is, but I still want a professional to come in and I still want the right to walk away from this purchase should I find out something um, that we can't come to terms on. 
Okay. You can also do as is without inspection. Mm. And in my opinion, that's probably the most aggressive. That means I'm buying this house as is, and I'm not going to have it inspected. Right. After mm. our contract is accepted, I'm not going to have it inspected, meaning that whatever condition it is in today, I may not even have another opportunity to come back into this home until closing. Right. Okay? And that's right. probably like the most aggressive. And so by explaining all the options ahead of time, now the buyer can put it in their court and they can decide. Now, I never tell somebody, hey, you should buy this house and not get an inspection and just take it however it is, because this is their home. It's their risk right. to take. And, it's, and it, there is some risk involved. Right. Sure. Um, so I want to kind of dive in a little bit into that last scenario of as is with inspection, as is without inspection. We kind of talked about the advantage of doing it, especially in a multiple offer scenario. And I want to talk about how you should best do this. And one really cool thing I want to kind of just start off with like the best part of as is um, either with or without inspection is we have a really great inspection partner. And what their company does is they will actually do a walkthrough with you prior to writing your offer. And so if you're thinking about making an offer as is without inspection, you have the time, meaning, you know, you, you think you have, you know, a couple of days, two or three days to, to, to do another walkthrough of the home. You can actually have your inspector walk through the home with you and they will do a very high level overview of the home. So a typical inspection stru structural mechanical, they're going to go from the uh, roof all the way down to the foundation, get into the crawl space, you know, going through the attic, test every single outlet, run a full cycle of every single appliance. But a walkthrough, they're checking for some high level things. They're not going to get on the roof, right? Um, but they will walk through and kind of do like a visual is probably about a third of the price, probably takes about half the amount of time. Um, but it's a really good way uh, to kind of just get like a, a high level overview of the condition of the home. Uh, Romeo, have you, have you done one of these before? Yeah, but let, let's back it up just a little bit. So you, you've covered a lot of information there and I want to make sure we unpack it for the audience a little bit. So, all right. So I wanted to just recap. Okay. Make sure I didn't miss anything. So you can... You can do, and what we always recommend, we would never recommend not to, however it is the client's choice, a full-fledged inspection. And I think that you were saying that there are a couple different, right? So you've got your structural and mechanical, which I think it's somewhat self-explanatory, covers the structural and the mechanical features of the property, correct? Right. All right. And so what you were saying was that you could also add on things like chimney, radon, mold, now, if you were to do that, does, does that, does that you think give pause? Like what are the benefits and what are some of the cons to adding on those extra inspections you think? Well, the pros are that you have more information, but you okay. also have more negotiation power. So mm -hmm. in the event you find something that you don't like, you could say, hey, we're under contract here uh, and you gave me the liberty to have these things inspected, but here's what I found wrong. So even when you agree upon a price, Mm -hmm. You're still negotiating because once you find something wrong, let's say uh, there's a the back door um, doesn't function properly. And you're mm -hmm. like, you know what? Need to have that repaired. Now, you might have agreed to give them a price, but now from the seller's perspective, you're slowly eating away from their net profit because now sure. you're either asking them to fix something, which requires time or maybe frustration of finding the contractor to come out here and make these repairs, or you're going to ask them for a credit. Uh, yeah. due, due to this thing. So, so you're still kind of slowly taking away from, you know, their, their net profit. Okay. So it sounds like in a competitive market, like we're in that, that, that might hurt you. Would you agree? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I think you were saying a couple other things that if you want it still that full security, some of the other areas that you may be able to become competitive would be the, the amount of time that right. you have to complete your inspection. And so, right. you know, somebody may say, wow, you know, five days, or even I think we've done it as, as quick as three days. Like, mm -hmm. is that going to be possible? Um, in your experience, have we been able to get it done that quickly? Yeah. So what we do is, you know, we, we have, you know, number one, first thing, when I'm writing an offer, I explain this as I'm drafting it. And then I say, hey, look, I'm going to put in this contract. We're going to get your inspection done in five days. And mm -hmm. the event your offer is accepted, are you available? Right. You know, first okay. check for availability. I've, I've made this mistake before and forgot about a holiday, right? Oh. And then it's just like, oh, well, we have this holiday weekend and we're leaving town. And, and now you're trying to scramble to get it done in like the second day because they're going to be gone for the weekend. So first, just check and make sure it works out for your schedule. Mm. Uh, once you know it works out for their schedule, as long as you have a few options, most of the time you'll be able to find an inspector, but you know, if, if you're an agent out there and you don't have multiple options, you want to make sure you have several options in the event that your go-to doesn't have any inspectors available that you have a backup so you can get in there. And, and I always discount the last two days. Okay. And the reason why is if I do seven days for an inspection, five, the fifth day is really my last day to get it done because sure. on the fifth day, let's say we have it done on the fifth day, that inspector may not have their report to you that night. Let's mm. say they don't. Many will, but if they don't and it's delivered the following day, you want to have enough time to sit there. And even if you get in on the same day, you still need enough time to, to digest information, talk to the client about it, give the client some time to think about, wow, I didn't know that there, there was this issue with this home. Mm. You know, what's going to satisfy them? Do they want to repair? Do they want to walk away? Do they still, some things you, you just don't even, you know, not even worth fixing. You're like, you know what, just throw away the whole house, right? Right. Right. Um, but you also uh, want, want to give time to find out what is this repair going to cost? So mm. when you come back, you want to be like, you know what? Well, Kenny, I don't have any experience in, in roofing. Um, they're saying that the whole roof needs to be repaired. How much is that going to cost? Sure. I'm also not a professional roofer, right? So I'm not going to start just quoting, throwing numbers out there. So you want a lot, a period of time to figure these things out before you submit it over to, to the seller. So yes, uh, that's now, a pro tip, ladies and gentlemen. perspective, you want to keep it as short as possible because if you're going to not move forward, I want to know that as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's to my advantage if somebody writes an offer and they say, hey, look, I have this inspection done in five days. That means if they decide to move on and not buy the house, I could get my home back on the market before the next weekend and sure. then have another opportunity to find another buyer. Okay. All right. Very good. And then the as is, so you had said something that I just want to clarify. You said sometimes they just won't um, disclose anything. That is true. However, the law states that if it is a latent defect, they must disclose that information. So what's a latent defect? There is termite damage. That's a latent defect. They must disclose that. Um, the roof leaks whenever there's a hard rain. That's a latent defect. They must disclose that. The um, post is sinking into the ground and it's creating a sag in the flooring and they've had an engineer look at it in the past and the engineer said, this needs to get fixed. It's structural safety issue. That's a latent defect. Those types of things, they must disclose. Yes, they may not. And you may, you may discover it, but technically they must disclose that. And if they don't, they could be held liable if you were to find yeah. that out later. Yeah, 
Yeah, that would be a great topic to talk about in the future. Like, what do we do in those scenarios? Yeah. Uh, in my experience, um, I see more sellers will complete the disclaimer part mm-hmm. um, than, than disclose. Now, if a, if a, this is just a pro tip here, if a home has been under contract and fallen out of contract, mm-hmm. right, and you have a good feeling that an inspection was done, then you know that they know. You know that they know what's wrong with their house because an inspection was done. They were told uh, maybe they didn't know about what was going on with an electrical issue before. But if there's been an inspection, uh, it would be, you know, uh, prudent to do some follow up or maybe a little bit of pushback of like, hey, look, was an inspection done? You can kind of trap them. Oh, well, well, what did you discover during that inspection? So that's an excellent point there. Um, Yeah, so so uh, I think we're we're picking up on the uh, as is right the with and and without. So uh, at this point, you've done now. I like to have this conversation before I even show a house. Sure. Reason why is because you will look at a house completely different if you know all your options. So if we're walking through a house and we know it's going to be competitive, and I see that the showing time that there's multiple showings going on and. I already know like, hey, look, there's a lot of traffic going on with this house. It's only been on the market three days. They also have an open house this weekend. We have to be aggressive. When you're walking through the house through the lens of, hey, is as is gonna be an option for this home? Now we're not just looking through it like, hey, I like the colors and the staging. Now we're starting off before I even walk into a house, all my clients know the first thing we do is I like to start from the top down, outside in. So when you walk into the house, we look at the roof, okay? When it's snowing, it's kind of hard to tell if there's a roof issue, but the age of the roof, right? Are the, are, the, are the shingles curled up or down? Do they look worn? Many of us know what an older older roof looks like, right? What type of shingles are they, okay? Um, do they look like they're 30-year shingles or do they look like they're 15-year shingles? Is this home 30 years old? And these shingles look like they're 30 years old, but they're 15-year shingles? Probably at the end of its life, right? Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't go as is, but it does mean that when you write your offer as is, that you factor in these expenses that might be coming your way soon. Um, pay a lot of attention to the HVAC system. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking at the HVAC system. I don't like to touch them. I generally, I'm not going to pull out filters and I don't own the home. I don't have the right just to go mess with people's things, but I could do a visual inspection. Um, does it look like it's original to the home? Does it look like it was replaced within the last 10 years? You know, how much life do you have on it? right? Uh, your water heater, do you see a lot of rust around the water heater? One really cool thing I learned during inspection is that water heater is only good for about like 15 years, right? Yeah. And it seems like, you know, well, it still works. My water's still hot. Um, but there's a part of the water heater, I think it's called like the, the sacrifice rod, is, is, is there to attract the rust inside mm-hmm. of the water to keep your water cleaner. Those will still go out even uh, if your water's still hot. So try to get like a visual feel for how old the, the water heater is. Um, does it, does it warm, if it's cold right now, does the house feel warm? Does it feel like the furnace is working well? Right. So there are a lot of things you can do just visually um, as an agent, just through your experience of being through inspections and as a buyer, just really looking for things in a home that'll give you some confidence of whether or not we can go as is on this house. Um, are there any things you could think of that you're looking for when you're doing a walkthrough? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always looking for the big things, right? So your heating and air conditioning, your hot water heater. Um, you know, I like to personally open up the electrical panel and just see what kind it is. If it's an unfinished basement, yeah. I like to look up 
at the wires coming out of it to see what type of wiring it is, right? Is it covered with, with the, the plastic covering or is it covered with a fabric covering? That's mm -hmm. gonna give you some indication. Also, what type? Is it the flat, newer looking wire that, that is covered or is it a little bit bigger and rounder and black? Maybe it's aluminum wiring. Now that comes with experience and over time, yet you can learn this information by spending a little time on it. So, you know, those are the big things that I look for. Piping, is it, is it PVC? Do you know what polybutylene piping looks like? If you do, right. great. If you don't, you should. Um, I saw a house the other day that actually had all the P, uh, polybutylene. It was the first house I'd seen with polybutylene in probably 15 years, believe it or not. Yeah. It was quite surprising. Uh, it was in good shape. You know, when they did it, it was a definitely a good, a good thought process the way they did it. You know, everything came on one branch with it coming up and then they went out from there and you could turn off water to any particular place. I thought it was a good idea, but that stuff used to fail. So those right. would be the types of things that I would look at. Yes. Roof windows. I like to look at the foundation, see if there's any cracks that you may be able to see. Those would be the big things. Other than that, I always like to tell people and this is probably a good segue into as is versus not as is, you're buying a used house. You should budget a handyman budget when buying a used house. Right. They're not going to give you a brand new house, nor should you expect that they will give you a brand new house. Now, if you're buying a flip that's been fully remodeled, that's a different story. But if you're buying a house that me and my wife lived in for the last 10 years, and we cared for it and maintained it, but the inspector goes through and finds, you know, that the door rubs and they quote unquote, call that a safety hazard or that, you know, the screen is missing off of one of the windows or that one of the outlets isn't working correctly. It doesn't mean that you should ignore those and not even ask for them at all. However, you may understand that that's somewhat ticky tacky in the sense of like, okay, those are smaller items. Those are normal kind of like wear and tear. Maybe the electrical item, I'll take that back. I almost always ask for everything that's electrical just because it is to do with the electrical system. But there are a lot of things that people ask for or that I see that they get kind of um, sticky about that really, they're not a big deal. You know, they're just not a big deal. Well, that's a really good point. And I, I think what I, when we're working with sellers, one thing we try to make sure they understand when they receive an offer that's as is, that while it is as is, and they're saying, we're not expecting you to fix anything, um, if they're asking for an inspection still, um, that buyer still has a right to walk away from the purchase should they find something they don't like. So even with the as is inspection, and I'm not recommending that a, a buyer, you know, play games, but if you see something that's like, look, you know, uh, let's say that there, there is, I'll just use a roof because roof things pop up all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Let, let's say you are making an offer as is, and then you have an inspection. So as is with inspection and you find out there's a roof issue, still give the seller the opportunity to fix it. So they're not obligated. You could walk away. They could walk away. There's no obligation there. Um, but for a whole deal to fall apart about something that any reasonable buyer is going to ask for anyway, it might be in the seller's uh, best choice just to go ahead and remediate that issue, even though it is as is. So you're not going to come back to them with 25 things. I mean, I've had a list of 30 things and then the buyer's like, I want them all addressed, right? 
But if there's something that's just like a deal killer, like, you know what, I just can't, you know, before you walk away, there is still an opportunity to, to negotiate there. Right, for sure. And I think that that's key, right? I mean, you know, we've covered that the, there's, a, there's a multitude of different options that you have. And in a competitive market, you need to be abreast of all those options. And so <clears throat> I think this is a great topic for us to cover. There is your traditional home inspection. It covers you and it's good to go. There is your as is with an inspection right to cancel. Yes, that may scare some people, but mm -hmm. I always like to have a conversation also. Hey, Kenny, listen, it's as is right to cancel. But for us, like if it's, if it's you know, or more, we're going to come and ask you, hey, man, we don't want to walk, but we just found out that the HVAC is actually not working properly. Are they willing to fix that before we walk? No, they're not. Okay, very good. We're going to walk, right? Give right. them the opportunity, okay? Then there is the as is, no inspection. I agree. That's a ballsy thing to do. I don't like it. I don't recommend it. I would prefer before doing that, unless it's like a house that you know you're going to gut, right? To do mm -hmm. the final option that you said, if it's really that competitive, to call Ahmed, our guy, or any other inspector that you may have, and ask him to do the walk and talk, right? It's an hour long. Right. They'll check all the major systems, make sure that you're not buying a house that's in bad shape that you have to be afraid of. And then once you've done that, you can at least feel secure knowing that, okay, the major systems and components are good to go. And yes, it's a used house. I'm probably going to find some things down the road, but I need to get into this house. And while I might be paying over and I might be getting terms that are not the most favorable, according to what everybody else is saying, who knows what those terms and that price looks like in a year from now, they might be even worse. You never know. None of us has a crystal ball. So you can only do the best that you can with the tools that you have. And that's our job to know all those tools and to give our clients options. Mm, great point. And I think one of the best things you could do for yourself in the event you do make an offer as is, and your offer is accepted, and you, before you close on a home, you know, get a home warranty. So, you know, there's already some risk involved in going this route. Really, you should look at a home warranty for almost any purchase. Like a new construction comes with a certain level of warranties because everything's brand new. But an existing home, um, things typically aren't brand new. So a home warranty will start to cover some of these major appliances that you have. Uh, they may fault on you within that first year. In some scenarios, seller might offer to pay for it. Um, sometimes that's part of what we're negotiating, you know, after an inspection. Yeah. Um, but in any course, having that, war that warranty, I say especially that first year, is going to be clutch to making sure that you're covered in the event that your furnace fails. And right. personally, I've kind of, they are called home warranties. I've kind of stopped calling it a home warranty because really it's more of a service agreement. Right. Um, really, you just have somebody to come out and fix whatever goes wrong. Now, in the event they can't fix it, many warranties will replace them in the event they can't be repaired after a certain amount of attempts. Right. Uh, some warranties have deductibles. So mm -hmm. if you pay five, $600 for a warranty, there might be a $100 fee or something of the sort for them to come out and address your furnace. Right. But in the event, like uh, um, many times, let's say you don't have a home warranty and your furnace goes out. If it's February and it's 15 degrees outside and you call a, a, a furnace company, you know what they're gonna tell you? We're booked. And if you don't have a service agreement, we can't see you, you know, because, you know, you're at the bottom of the line. So right. now you're scrambling just to find somebody to come out, at least with the home warranty, you have somebody who is dedicated to come out and work on, you know, anything that's urgent. 
Absolutely. Well, listen, we like to keep these things short. We could go on and on and on and on and on and on about this because there is so much to unpack. But I think everybody gets the gist. Kenny, I think this was a great topic. Thank you so much for bringing this up. There are a lot of agents and consumers out there that don't know that they have all these options. And so that's the point of our show is to help people get a little bit more educated. And if you want more information, you can always reach us. Marcus puts all of our contact information in the show notes. That's our show today. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Everybody have a great one. Rap stars, we're out. Oh.